Welcome to Startup Health Now, the weekly web show that celebrates the health transformers and change makers reimagining healthcare. My name is Unity Stokes, and today we have a very special guest, the CEO and co-founder of Sai Innovations, Ritvik Singh. It is the duty of leaders to lead, of the creative to create, of the daring to do. The free world expects leadership of us. Its fate and our fate depends upon our leadership. We are industrious, inventive, restless, with the fires that burn within us. First, a bit about you. You're a serial entrepreneur, mm-hmm. came out of finance, and now you are a health transformer. You're actually in startup health. Um, tell us about your journey, tell us about you, and then tell us about Sci Innovations and your mission. Right, before starting Sci Innovations, I was a trader for over a decade. It was a fun, uh, fast-paced environment working in finance. It got me to work in three different continents. But while I was doing that, I started not-for-profit medication reminder service in India. This was around six years ago. And uh, healthcare has some, been something that's been very important to me. Uh, I come from a family of doctors, so healthcare has been something very close to me. And then I got involved with, um, with this professor at University of Michigan who was making, uh, he, who wanted us to make an app for mindfulness-based research he was doing. And that got me into me- mental health. Uh, I would say that those were the seeds for Sci Innovations, and that's where it started around four or five years ago. We started thinking about it. And about a year and a half, uh, two years ago, we started this, this company doing this full-time with the mission of making mental health care accessible to everyone. So people talk a lot about providing health care to the masses, but mental health always gets neglected and we want to make it a priority. So Sci Innovations, you're focusing on cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT as as it's called in the industry. Um, Tell us about that. What is that? What does that mean? And how can it help people? So CBT is one of the, um, I mean, one of the most well-researched uh, therapy uh, techniques that is out there. It has been um, researched across the globe in various cultural settings, and it has been proven to work uh, over the last few decades. What's new is over the last uh, five to t- uh, six years, there has been research on computer-based CBT being as effective as in-person CBT. And that is a game changer because then suddenly this this technique can be made available to millions and billions and uh, provide them solution for managing mental health uh, uh, conditions. So it has been effective for managing anxiety, depression, stress, it's a lot of different things. And the core part of CBT is that your thoughts and thought patterns determine how you you feel, how you behave, uh, what kind of stress, anxiety, depression you're feeling. And this is something that's universal, so it can help people in the United States, mm-hmm. you're, you're now in India as well, so it can help people in, in India and throughout the world. It, tell us about your strategy, is, is that your goal to really focus uh, on any particular region or more globally? So uh, we are focusing right uh, right now on India, um, but in terms of CBT, it, as I said, it's been uh, 
proven to work everywhere in the world. The thing that changes, the, the science behind CBT remains the same in different cultural contexts, but some of the examples, some of the ways that it's applied, that changes. What is important in a culture like the US, uh, that's going to be different in, in culture like India, or most Eastern cultures, where even when you talk about work, people talk about relationships first so so what we are doing is modifying some of uh, some of our content some of our examples some of uh, the program that we've developed, but the science and the technology remains the same. And um, our focus right now is on that market because there is a massive dearth of experts out there. Let's dig into that. I, I think that's really a significant point you're making. So India, population of India is 1.2, 1.3 billion people. Uh, how many experts are there focusing on, on this type of therapy? in the real world and, and then, uh, you know, w what can technology do to really help that? Right, I mean, I won't have the statistics for number of people f focusing on CBT-based therapy, but overall there are only 3,000 psychologists registered there, around three to 4,000 psychiatrists. So, so it's 3,000 psychologists for 1.2 billion people. Yes, yes. I mean, there's a massive, massive, that even if you combine all of the experts out there, there is one expert per 180,000 people in, in that country. So, I mean, it, the numbers are just massive, and you cannot provide, a, there is no easy solution for that. So, this is a game changer, really. I mean, bring, using a digital solution with a, a therapy that there's a lot of evidence and a lot of validation around this uh, approach, CBT. Uh, what kind of reception are you getting? Uh, talk about some of the traction that you've been getting and, and how the, that's going. So in terms of traction, we, uh, we have a just partner, like a few weeks ago, we announced a partnership with Fortis Healthcare, one of the biggest hospital chains, and it allows us to reach a number of people, like they have over 50 healthcare locations across the country. And we're working with healthcare providers, people who already have access to millions of people. So there has been good reception from the healthcare community over there. In terms of people, individuals who are using that, we are seeing, um, we are seeing that the response is really great. I already mentioned some of the things that people uh, always come up with. Relationships are really, really important there. So they want to apply concepts of CBT for their uh, managing their relationship. Personal uh, relationship. Personal relationship, even at work. Even work, it's not just about uh, performance uh, pressures. It's all about relationships at work. So all of these things are, are quite impor important, like relationship with your colleagues, relationship with your boss. So. Um, that's a learning for that specific culture. And for every culture, there would be some small modification, but what CBT allows us is like massive amount of scaling. One of the things we're doing at Startup Health is really focusing on cross-pollinating innovations going on in different regions of the world. So mm -hmm. seeing business models going on in India, mm -hmm. where health consumerism is, is way advanced, uh, mixing with technologies that may be uh, more advanced in a place like Israel or, or, or Finland, um, with opportunities in the US. I think you have a very unique perspective because you've been working here in the United States and now you're building your business in India. Mm -hmm. um, talk to us about some of the the changes you're seeing, some of the differences you're seeing in a, a place like India. You've already talked about relationships. Mm -hmm. What else are you seeing? One of the most interesting things in a country like India is that uh, 
Most of the people have completely skipped the generation where they used a desktop or computers. They've gone from no internet to all, everything based on mobile. What leap, that leapfrog effect. Completely leapfrog. And I see the same happening in, in, the, in the domain of therapy or counseling as well. People have not traditionally gone for, for uh, therapy, and now that they're seeking therapy, they're going for uh, either teletherapy, they're looking for teletherapy solutions, or they're looking for smartphone solutions through their smartphone, because they use smartphones for everything now. And uh, it's, it's amazing how, um, how uh, eager they are to, to look at these new solutions available through their smartphone. So that's one of the, the important learnings out there, that people are eager, eager to try out uh, these new things. And the population overall is, is young. Average age of the country is, is, is uh, in mid-teens. Um, as you mentioned, the consume, health consumerism is, is quite developed. Uh, insurance coverage is, is in low single digits. So that means that, that your patient is, is your payer and they make the decision for everything. So, so it's a different business model. Completely, completely. That's interesting. Do you think, um, what's your advice to other entrepreneurs? Um, I think this is an interesting approach where you, you started your business here in the US, now expanding your business in India. Um, would you advise that approach to other types of digital health on, uh, companies or, or solutions that are now entering the market? I mean, I, I would I would say it, it is a great opportunity, but I would say that you have to enter carefully because there has to be some insight into the into the culture. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to understand uh, the lay of the land o over there, the way people uh, think, and you have to have. Um, understanding of, of who are the gatekeepers to the system there. So even though individuals are making those decisions, uh, your experts are very important. So I would say it is a great opportunity. It is, it is a place where a lot of solutions are required, but be careful before entering. Uh, absolutely. And so what are some of your, your biggest lessons learned? You entered uh, the digital health space at a very interesting time five, six years ago. Um, when really this movement was really at the nascent stages, you've seen a lot over the last few years. What are some of your biggest uh, lessons learned and, and morsels of wisdom that you would pass on to other entrepreneurs? Uh, one of the main things is be patient. I mean, entrepreneurship and healthcare entrepreneurship specifically requires uh, patience. I mean, I come from a finance background where you see results of your actions immediately. Uh, but in entrepreneurship, you have to be patient. You have to build something valuable, and you'll see results over time. Your, your family's in healthcare. They've been in healthcare. What are their thoughts on you now being in healthcare, um, but coming at it from a different perspective. You're leveraging technology, yes. you're leveraging digital tools, uh -huh. uh, and really trying to come at it a different way. Um, what advice do, do they give you as practitioners coming from healthcare? Well, uh, the most important advice that they give is, I mean, you have to, at the end of the day, you have to think about the person who's getting any kind of treatment. Uh, mental health or any other kind of healthcare, you have to think about what they are feeling, what do they want, not just impose your solution on top of them. That's one of the biggest insights, but they do understand the value of the technology brings, but technology should not undermine the, the expertise and experience of people on the ground. So that is why the way we have placed ourselves is that we, we want to leverage the expertise rather than uh, say that this is a replacement for an expert. Unpack that a little. Tell me more about that. How do you go into 
a, a place where there's say 3,000 experts in an area mm -hmm. and then supercharge that with, with your technology? It's an app platform? Yes. Yeah, it's an, it's an app, app plus web-based platform. So we've built it in a way that it's accessible in any platform. Uh, uh, the main thing is there is a self-use aspect of the CBT component and, and the program that you can use. But along with that, we provide the support of an expert coach or a counselor. So the experts are there in the background uh, as, as, a, as a check, as, as a person who engages the, per uh, the, the client or the, uh, the patient initially to understand what problems they are suffering from and how the program can be best used for them, how it can be modified. And that's the thing, that they, they are our ears to make sure that we keep modifying, keep making it better. And the experts' uh, opinion comes into play there. So they always keep checking, but uh, for most of the part, the user can use our program on their own. And you've got quite a bit of traction now. What, what's their feedback been? What have the clinicians, what type of things do you hear from, from them or the, the users? from the expert side of, of the equation? So experts, um, I mean experts including, uh, I mean the top experts at, at hospitals like Fortis, they think this this is the way forward, uh, this is the way that... Uh, and that's I mean, the name of the app. <laughs> that is the name of the app, that's <laughs> the name of our, our flagship product. But So it's Sci Innovations uh -huh. and your, your, your app is called Way Forward. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that is, they, they think this this is the solution uh, for the future. There is no way an expert can reach every person in a country that that large. Uh, their input has been really positive on on the whole whole solution. Uh, they uh, they think this this is something that can be provided at, even as preventive mental health solution provided in, in um, settings like schools where. Because anxiety starts really early in life, and, and most of the Asian Eastern cultures, there's a huge amount of pressure on students. Exam-related anxiety and stress is very high. So they think this can be provided as a preventive uh, solution as well. So that's, that's something that we're working on, on with them. You've seen a lot um, around the world over the last few years, especially in the digital health innovation space. Yeah. What's, what's making you hopeful? What's, what's giving you energy and excitement today? Well, uh, I mean, we're already seeing that so many people are uh, using healthcare, uh, digital health platforms uh, through their smartphones. But what is exciting is what's coming next in terms of AI, machine learning, how that can be used to increase the productivity of the experts and help them reach so many other people. The other thing that excites me is that some of these underlying techniques and, and science can be taken into different cultural contexts and applied. There has to be, obviously, there has to be modification based on the culture, but it can be taken into different cultures, which means that there is, a, there is, I mean, there are so many solutions that are being built here that can be taken into other countries that are being built in India or China that can be brought here. That there is, I mean, immense opportunity. I couldn't agree more. Um, so fantastic. So, how do you stay healthy? Well, I've been traveling like back and forth between two countries, so. Well, earlier used to be going to the gym regularly, but that has completely fallen off the chart. But try to go for do yoga or some exercise at home or wherever I'm, I'm like every day. Otherwise, it's it's easy to slip. So thank you so much for all that you're doing to really improve the world and for being a health transformer in, in the startup health community. It's a it's a great honor to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Nizi.